Hi, Mayor. Hi, Michael. <laughs> is it Monday? It must be because this is Mondays with Mike and Mary. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening in. I love hearing from our listeners. You know, I heard from one this week who said, I love that Mork and Mindy thing you're doing. Seriously. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. This is our podcast where we reflect back on last week's coaching calls and pick out some highlights for you, parade of techniques and an ask the experts from our teams. And boy, did I have good ask the experts this week. It was so hard to pick one. I had a hard time picking two this week. Wow. Well, let's start with parade of techniques. I want to start with mine. All right. Because I, I, it wasn't really, hey, I got a parade of techniques. This was a piece of advice that came in the Ask the Experts framework. Oh. But I thought, what a great parade of techniques it is. All right. And what had happened was somebody got a bad offer, a poorly written offer from a rookie. No. Who obviously had not been <laughs> trained well. Yeah, or like at all. There's a lot of those out there. Yeah. And the piece of advice that was given that I consider a parade of techniques was one of the first deals I ever did was with a woman in my office who just passed away after a long career in real estate. And I remember, even though I didn't know what I was doing, she made me look good. And everybody at her funeral who spoke, said the same thing. Really? She always made me look good when we did a transaction together. You know, there's, I guess there's just no percentages in trying to make the other agent look bad. Why not make people look good and feel good and look at what the end result is? You know, more people at your funeral, I guess. Well, Floyd has always said, be nice. What if we could help people be nice. Yeah. So that's uh that's a beautiful thing. We need more nice people in real estate. Yeah, and what is our legacy in our business, you know? So what I have a parade your... of techniques. Yeah. Yeah. This is from a student who wants to grow her business. And what she thought this week, what she did this week is she thought of an agent who's paying really a lot of money for Zillow and Trulia leads. Mm. Like thousands of dollars per month no. and they're getting more leads than they can handle uh -huh. and she needs leads. So she went to that agent and said, if uh, you have overflow leads, would you be willing to send them my direction in an exchange? I will pay you a 25% referral rate. So that's what she did. And now she's got some people to call and talk to. I think that's a brilliant idea. There's got to be somebody in every single person's office or circle of people that needs more leads, that has too many leads to follow <laughs> up on. And yeah, I just thought that was a great idea. Yep. Look around. It's right there. Very cool. Well, my Ask the Experts I really had a fun time with this one because this is a team from a team that's been together quite a while. Okay. And I love when chemistry starts to happen. Oh, yeah. Because the BS meter goes off when somebody starts going, wah, wah, wah. And <laughs> this was, here's, here's the Ask the Experts question. My kids are taking me off track this summer. Oh, I'm sure that's the only person that feels that way mid-summer. Yeah. Hello, fill in the blank. Yeah. Blank is taking me off track this summer. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, here's the first thing that was said. 
This happens to you every summer. Now, if it was a brand new team, they wouldn't know that. But mm -hmm. since these people have been together for a while, you know. That's the power of R-squared, isn't oh, it? Yeah. We hear the same thing. We go, hey, wait a minute. I thought we handled this six months ago. <laughs> yeah, and the other funny part of this is she put the solution in her question. Oh. You know, uh, my kids are taking me off track. There's some days I don't work at all. I guess what I have to do is relook at my five whys. Oh. Well, why don't you wait for us to give you the solution, some advice, instead of you giving us the solution? Because that might not be the thing that does it for you. <clears throat> and the first thing that she was told was, well, how about you start treating your business like it's a business? Oh, the store just closed down six days out of seven? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to earn. It's not like uh, you're independently wealthy. Right. You know, so get back to the basics and treat it like a business and get back to 590.10, which is where the great habits come from. Boy, I heard that advice over and over this past week. Find the right partner. Do your 90 minutes of prospecting together. Yeah. Start five minutes early. Connect. End with the 10. 5, 90, 10. If you don't have a partner, post it on Facebook. Uh, Floyd Wickman Teams R-Squared. I think that's what it's yeah. called. R-Squared Coaching, maybe, is that Facebook page. And go post that you need a partner for Wednesdays or whatever. Find somebody else who needs help because there's lots of people out there that need the right partner. What else, what, what other kind of advice was she given? Don't use your kids as an excuse. Mm. You know, what kind of example are you setting for them? What kind of a model are you showing them <clears throat> of someone who can earn a living and raise a family simultaneously? Because we can. You don't blame them for you being off track. Take responsibility. Ooh. You know, suck it up. Wow. Yeah. Well, I I love it when people tell each other the truth, you mm -hmm. know. And that was the next piece of advice. Look at the truth. What do you want to do? Really, what do you want to do? You might get to the point where you need to change your goal to reflect the truth. And don't don't think that busy means productive. You can be on a reduced schedule and still be productive. Busy doesn't necessarily mean you're productive. But here was, I think, the best advice that she got, which is get up in the morning, do your routine, write your top five, and get to work. And if you're still working on your top five, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, well, you're not being effective or efficient. In the morning, you're the most energetic, the clearest, the most able to focus on a task. Your energy's the highest. So get your work done in the morning and be proactive with your business and then react to everything you need to react to, including family, in the afternoon. Set boundaries. Teach them about boundaries. Teach your kids about respect my business because that's what's keeping us in this house and you and your school and able to go to whatever activities you want. This is how we get our lifestyle. So 
teach your kids how to respect that, set that boundary, and you be proactive with your business in the morning and reactive in the afternoon. Well, I like it. You know, I've got, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of several students who take holidays off, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of quit working about the second week in December and don't really resume until the beginning of January. So if what you really want is to be off all summer, there's a certain, I don't know, ability to do that. Sure. You know, you can keep your finger on the pulse of your business without actively working as long as your goals are set so that that happens and you just do a whole lot of business on the front end of the year. Golly. When you were raising little ones, how often did you take summers off? Uh, 14 years in a row. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got a little bit different lifestyle doing what I do than selling real estate, but I really think it's possible. An entrepreneur, an independent contractor is an independent contractor is an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're in control. Yeah. Right. So design your life. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Speaking of designing your life... Um, my ask the experts question I wanted to share with everyone today is how to do a listing presentation that beats out your competition. All right. Yeah. So we've already talked about the comparison shopping analysis, of course, but what do you do that is different than everybody else? How do you beat your competition during a listing appointment and show that you are different besides, you know, just professional photographs? Um, Because, of course, everyone mentioned that. Well, one thing you might consider is your alliance with different vendors that you can help people make this move smoother by supplying them with people that can help them accomplish their goals. You betcha. How about a team approach? You're not just listening with me. You're listening with my whole team. And here's who my team is. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have let's quote unquote, a buyer's agent, you are on a team, your office, your compadres are your team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what if you said, um, how are you going to choose your agent? What is it that's important to you? And what if you ask that during the time that you're listening to them and then, you know, show them a list of unsuccessful sellers? Um, so I hope that you'll choose me not on the basis of price, Because, you know, some agents will come and tell you only what you want to hear just to get the listing, but on the basis of my systems. And let me show you my systems. And one of my students talked about her checklist, uh, two pages of things that I do when we list the house. And she said, I have people ask me all the time, can I have a copy of that? No, (laughs) this is (laughs) this has taken me years to perfect This is something that sets me apart from everybody else. This is every single step in the process. And she actually has a four-page list, checklist, of what happens after we find the buyer. So it gets even more complicated once we find the buyer. I love that. And then, of course, my negotiating skills and showcasing that. Did the other people you talked to even mention their negotiating skills? Finding the buyers, the easy part in this market, keeping it together is the hard part. We have to take a look at what everybody does. And make that one category in your comparison shopping analysis in your marketing plan. Here's what everybody does. And that's just one thing. 
And then you add all your uniques. You bet. And that's what sets you apart. Uniques. That's the word Floyd always uses when we get to that part in session four. What are your uniques? You know, and that's where value comes in. That's where you prove your value. Because, you know, technology has really leveled the playing field and diminished the value of doing what everyone does. So we have to add that world-class service and our uniques. Those are great suggestions. Yeah, I like it. So take a look at your listing presentation and uh, sharpen the edges. And take a look at your calendar and start making travel plans to Lexington for the business breakthrough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go to floydwickman.com, check out the business breakthrough, and you probably know somebody who started this year without a very good business plan. They need to be there because we do this in November and not waiting till January to get your business plan in place. We're going to run our business like, like it's a, a business, business. Yeah. yeah, with 2020 vision. For 2020. You betcha. I like it. See you next time.